Bar Media. Welcome to the Local Podcast, a podcast about all things local, brought to you by Charlene Comerford and Justin April. What is going on, everybody? Welcome to another episode of the Local Podcast. Uh, I am your host, Justin April, and uh, today we have an awesome guest. Um, Philip Gilly, if you don't know, is uh, from Dothan and has been in the area his entire life. Um, he got involved at a very young age at the Boys and Girls Club. Well, it was just the Boys Club back in the 60s when he jumped on. But he's been involved in various capacities ever since. Actually, I say the 60s. I think it was the 70s. Anyway, um, yeah, Philip has always been a part of anything philanthropical, anything positive, and definitely anything that's going to benefit our youth in the area. And his mission within the Boys and Girls Club is exactly that. So check out episode 151 brought to you by our sponsors, Sam's Pastry, LLC. You can hit them up on Facebook or Instagram at Sam's Pastry, LLC. And who else is in there? Hot's Deli. You know Hot's Deli is in there. Um, hit them up. They're on. They're like right across the street from the office. Um, great people, man. Some of the best food in town. Um turns out it's one of philip's favorites um so that's rad at hot's deli is how you get a hold of them and then at well rooted uh i keep throwing ats in front of everything but well rooted um is a new c i say new it's almost a year old now cbd store in town and it's owned by some a phenomenal couple who have both backgrounds in wellness and in just good vibes in general so check out at well rooted um, on Instagram or Facebook, same with at hot, at hot's deli or at Sam's pastry. And we thank those guys so much for supporting our mission. Um, check out episode 151 and catch y'all next week. So what's up, Philip Gilly, man, everything is just as good as it can be right? considering all the craziness going on in the world and you know the changes that happen minute by second dude by no everything. joke so it's just As nuts it's tuesday morning the 15th at ten seventeen, and we're chilling up in the clock tower basically just waiting for a hurricane to show up that's kinda. pretty much it yeah just um, seeing where it's gonna go you know right now she just put the brakes on said you know I, just, i'm gonna go one direction i just ain't gonna touch you know she's probably eating her spinach <laughs> she, she get a little stronger she might, she, she might be doing she some push-ups do a little popeye there yeah doing a little bit of crossfit and seas mm, absolutely um how's everything going besides everything being wildly different in 2000 let me actually let's go back and talk about like why you're here what you do uh, okay what sure. makes you qualified to sit in that chair sure uh i don't know about qualified but uh anyway you're uh, more qualified than i am yeah. i'm just a wild dog that has equipment <laughs> um, so what i do i am the executive director of boys and girls club of the wiregrass yeah so we are a youth organization that provides a safe number mm-hmm. one fun learning place for kids to go in five different locations we have a location in Dothan, Rehoboth, Slocum, Geneva, and Enterprise. Awesome. Uh, so we provide two different programs. We provide an after-school program, which mm-hmm. we're doing now, uh, since they went back to school. 
And then we do a summer program when they're out of school. So, to, again, to pro provide the parents and them a, a place to go. So yeah. they're doing something constructive and positive and mm -hmm. not doing something they're not supposed to be doing yeah. with somebody they ain't supposed to be doing That's it with. That's right. Climbing trees and lighting stuff on fire. Trying to light stuff on fire. And then whatever else, because, you know, as, as my older brother, who's a band director at Northview, said, they're going to find something to do. Mm -hmm. Idle hands. Help them, it, 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 yeah, it's going to be something. Now, yeah. It's going to be good or it's going to be bad. That's kind of where I'm at. Like, I come to work to stay out of trouble. Like, <laughs> I'm very mischievous. I love pranks. I love practical jokes. I love just laughing and joking around. I think that's why we get along so well. I think you're right. We've got yeah. a lot in common when it comes to, like, what our life goals are and a lot of uh, other stuff, too, that's very, very parallel. Yep, absolutely. Um, absolutely. So I was actually in the summer program years and years ago when it was Charlie Camp. Yes, and there was, you guys still have carpet ball there? We still got carpet ball there. Shout out yeah. carpet ball, man. We got I mean, carpet ball. That's that's by far the most favorite game ever it's, at the Boys and Girls Club. It's shuffleboard, but with carpet on the thing. Carpet and then balls. And it's it's, it's a simple game, yeah. but that's the beauty of it because you can play it and it don't matter if you're 5 or 95. If I you remember, can roll a ball, you can play carpet ball. I remember so many times just being so nervous about my knuckles getting blasted. <laughs> Yeah, like, that, can, that can happen. You end up the back of your hand to be burnt because you were playing a little too aggressively. That's exactly right. Or it gets hit with the balls. You know, we got the we got little handles on the side where you push, mm -hmm. put your hands and things. But yeah, that's oh, that's that always been around. a favorite. And, and, and whenever some kids alumni come back right there, first thing they walk through the door, y'all still got carpet ball. Oh yeah, yeah, we still got carpet ball. My so. wife was a volunteer there over a couple summers, um, years and years ago, um, and she was always talking about how. Kids just love that game. Love right? that game. A lot of people that, especially up north, they don't have it as much. They don't really know what carpet ball is. Like, yeah. Well, tell me, tell me about carpet ball. We should start a league, so, man. I, you know what? Absolutely. I started started business building them. I built a couple. Yeah. I built one for the Troy Boys and Girls Club, and I built one for uh, our Geneva Club. So you can buy them commercially, but they just ain't as good as the as the home the built old one. school. Yeah. Yeah. A company called Burton makes some, but the, the old ones are the way to go. So, but you know, a carpet ball league would be fun. I'd, yeah. I'd join that league. Yeah. That it's way you so low impact. I know. Yeah. You, you won't hurt an ankle or nothing. You could just. Roll. Yeah. Protect this investment over here. <laughs> oh man. Absolutely. So, so, uh, speaking of the foot, um, how was the Mardi Gras parade this year? I didn't get to You know go. what? The Mardi Gras parade was getting bigger and bigger and better every year. So, mm -hmm. yeah, you, you just started it but didn't finish it. Yeah. Kind of started it. Yeah. Uh, but we, it, the, was, it was absolutely fantastic. You know, it's one of the funnest days. You know, you get a step down for maybe Christmas and maybe, you know, my anniversary birthday. It, it, top five on me. Oh, for sure. Day, you know, and, and, and reaching up there in top three yeah. just because it's so much fun. It's so interactive with the community mm -hmm. you know everybody has a good time yeah. you know and uh just provides a, a great fun day and you know people doing doing yard parties in the oh, yard yeah. and it's, you know culminating at the at foster street with huge crowds oh man uh so it's just a, it's a big time it's cool to see the creativity that goes on within the neighborhoods that we go through um between like i've seen some ridiculous front porch setups um, oh yeah, uh, yeah. They getting into it. That's I think, right. I think it's a little bit of a competition there on some of the families and that. And you know, one of the funnest one was I think I don't know if they did it this year, but last year, you know, somebody uh, coincided with a birthday party mm -hmm. for the young ones right there. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. You remember that? You know, they, yeah, yeah. They had all the the whole deal and and you know with with Mardi Gras coming out and didn't have to buy presents because it was thrown to them. Yeah. Well, that I was there was idea. somebody on our float. This was the parade in 2019. Yes. Yeah. So I rode 
and on our float was somebody that was connected with that family and there was a gigantic teddy bear to give this one kid right and they were like justin give him that thing there he is and i gave it to the wrong kid did you 100 <laughs> percent I had no idea. Like, I was like, well, I don't. You gotta, you, I mean, you got to have some kind of markings or something. You know, birthday, throw it to me. Yeah. You know, something, paint his hair red. Dude, they all look the same <laughs> to me. I don't have any of my own, so they just all look like beagles. Well, you know, you're looking through, a, <laughs> for one, you're looking through a mask, and then yeah. you got everything else going on. So yeah. I could see where that mistake would happen. Yeah. You know, but, I mean, so. four kids run up, and they're like, give it to him. I'm like, all right, they, here, you guys fight to the death for it. <laughs> but no, it was it was always a blast. And I'm so I'm so glad it's getting bigger and better and you know, the community and the, you know, city of Dothan has embraced it, you yeah. know, so, uh, you know, it's just a big time. Mm. It's a big time. Let's go back to the, um, after school stuff sure. that you guys are doing. Cause summer we'll deal with that. What yes. Did- summer was, uh, summer was summer. Uh, you know, they've, they put some different restrictions on. Yeah. How's, know, how's that apt- adapting going? Uh, you know, it's been a struggle. I ain't gonna lie. So yeah. I've worked harder this year with, with about half the kids and I've, I've worked in my whole career as a boys and girls club, just trying to figure out all the nuances and this and the yeah. restrictions and how I'm going to do it. So usually, and just real quickly on the summer, just give you a, you know, a little background, but usually we have 190 a day. Mm-hmm. So during the summer in Dothan, and yeah. we, have, we, we run our summer, uh, locations, three different locations, mm-hmm. but Dothan's our biggest one. So about 190 and that's 11 hours a day, seven in the morning, six in the afternoon. Yeah. So this year we had maybe 90. So mm-hmm. we was cutting half. We only have 12 in a group. Uh, they wanted the same staff with each group every day. So that means I had to coordinate. Oh, instead of swapping staff. Instead of swapping, yeah, just, yeah. I usually yeah. had two different shifts. I had a morning shift, an yeah. afternoon shift because it was 11 hours a day. Mm-hmm. And, and, you know, I'm nonprofit, so I can't do overtime. Yeah. Even with profit. Yeah, they'll just walk right out. Yeah, exactly right. So I'll be broken, you know, two weeks. Yep. Uh, so same staff. So I had to I had to do all that on, on what staff was going to be there and then coordinate like lunch. Usually mm-hmm. if I had two shifts and one would go to lunch and one would come back from lunch. And, you know, I didn't have to do that. So yeah. I had to figure all that out and then – uh you know, it was it was a struggle because again, the need is there, mm-hmm. obviously. Yeah, you're 180, but you know, it's first come, first serve. Um, you know, it was it was you know, and, and, and the safety part of it on my mind, you know, just making sure they stay safe and we don't cross each other and they wear their mask and we sanitize yep. after they leave every location. That's, and, so that adds like almost twice as many work hours to the day. Just yeah, trying to sanitize. Stuff. Just trying to sanitize to do that. You know, I brought in extra people in the afternoon, uh, just to do cleanup, extra cleanup in there. So and just the extra cost of actually the sanitizing part of it was you know, I didn't know how much that was going to be. I mean, you know, I'd, I'd order sanitizer, and, and I'm spending three times as much on hand sanitizer. I bought a fogger, and I bought, you know, the mask that we we have to have, and, and you know, all the different – if you can find the Clorox wipes. And that, that, that and, like, with the, the way it was with toilet paper, too. Like, you'd find, like, tree bark toilet paper yes. for $40 a roll. Yes. Like, Amazon's prices on toilet paper during that – during the first uh, first part of April and last part of March, bananas. Yes, it was, and 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 hand sanitizer the same way. I ordered some from a company. I won't mention their name, but anyway, so yeah. uh, I bought like four boxes with twelve. Yeah, four hundred bucks. I said, Dude, "Excuse me, that's so that's that is twelve dollars and something for an eight ounce bottle." Yeah, was, you know, and that that kind of thing is just something that you don't 
budget for, you don't plan for. It's just you it's, got to adapt. It's questionable to too. Like you're wondering, like how adva- how much advantage are these fools taking over me? Like yeah. this is crazy. Yeah, yeah, it was. And I know it's su- supply and demand and all that. I I did go to class a couple times on economics and Troy. Yeah. Uh, so I, I understand that. But then again, there is Dude, a limit. No, there's on hoarding. That, so. Yeah, there's also hoarding of resources and then, <laughs> and then bumping up that monopoly money. You yes, know what I mean? Yes, yes, it is. That's a that's the most capitalistic way to live. Like, yeah. Buy everything of whatever widget. Yep. And then wait for everybody to absolutely have to, to have, have it. it. That's right. Or create a panic. There like, you go. Just a panic narrative that like. Yeah, hey, toilet paper is you want to sell? I mean, you know that. Yeah. They ain't no way. These, these people, some of these people bought toilet paper. They're going to have it for five years. Yeah. You know, it's going gonna, it's gonna to go rotten before they use it. So. That's why I don't think guns are ever going to get taken. I think that's just a rumor for people to buy more guns. <laughs> like, they're coming to get them. You better stock up while you can. I'm like, dude, first off, there's so many guns in the private sector that nobody's going to be able to get them. No way. Like, no. you could have an army. You could have another country invade America, and we could handle it without mm. even bringing the army Oh, out. yeah, just the South. Yeah. Just, just below the Mason-Dixie lines. You can handle it. You, get, yeah, you got it covered. You Everybody it. from Maryland down. Let's yeah, get it. Yeah, exactly right. Um, so that's that's the summer, though. And then we transitioned. So it was closed from March 17th until um, end June. of April. Oh, so, that's not yeah, bad. And then May, we had actually had a 12-week summer program. We mm-hmm. used to do nine weeks but I, because school didn't start. Yeah. So I did extra weeks uh, on there. So And and we charge a little bit just for, I mean, you know, program fees. We, oh, we yeah. try to keep it as low as we can. So. You know, half the number of kids, that's half the cut on the revenue on some of our program. Mm-hmm. And, and our program fees, we only charge about 20% of the total cost it would actually cost. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, you know, our after-school program, you know, for a month, what we charge is, is $40 a month. Oh, that's not bad so at all. So it's $10 a week. Yeah. So now if you would, you know. It's $2 it, a day. Exactly. But because we get revenue streams from other locations, sure. Wagers United Way, Best United Way, in the country yeah here i mean walter hill and them i mean i've talked to a lot of ceos and, and different people boys most of their money are going down from united way sure. and we're going up so that's the testament of walter the does such a great job over there he was on what was it 140 episode 149 i think and that oh, it's incredible that whole staff over there him and Ta- the whole staff is just incredible but you know they are great people, but it's the people that give the money. Yeah. The community oh, yeah. of Wagers community, those people is, is the real heroes because yeah. they're giving an hourly wage. <clears throat> you know, yeah, they're giving you an employee for the year. That's exactly right. And they're like, you know, that's the real heroes here. And I know Walter and them, and I praise them all I can, and they do a fantastic Absolutely. job, and they have to. But, man, thankful for the Wiregrass. I mean, the people that's generous, that understand that giving back is – it's, you know, and helping somebody a little bit, you know, we, I'm not there to give out charity and I'm not there, but everybody needs a little help up every, every yeah, now and then. Yeah, especially so. when it comes to kids and the youth and yes. like keeping them out of trouble or keeping them from just going down. I mean, kids are naturally inquisitive. So if there's something they don't know about, whether it's drugs or golf or... Dude, any Pokemon cards. They're gonna they're gonna look it up. They're, they're gonna, gonna get into it. They're gonna figure out like, do I like this or not? Like yep. it's just like grilled cheese sandwiches versus chocolate chip cookies. Yep. Like they're both delicious, but which one are you gonna lean towards? Absolutely. Probably the cookie because it's gonna be more fun. The cookies, yeah, I go with the cookie. But yeah. you're absolutely right. I mean, it's they and the more positive role models, mm-hmm. the more positive mentors, the more people that are you know, giving them those positive feedbacks, the more yeah. it's going to stick. And they're involved in showing that they're there, like, with them instead of just, like, yes, sending money down from the high horse. There you go. Yeah, and, and they know. They yeah, know if, if you actually, if somebody really cares, 
about them. And, and people have asked me through the years, oh, what's changed? You've been in this long time. I started working at Boys and Girls Club here when I was 15. Oh, so, man. yeah, and I worked there, you know, all total, you know, 29 years. Of being yeah. with you. What's changed? What's changed? I said, well, basically, kids won't ever change. They want somebody to respect them. Mm-hmm. They want somebody to care about them. They want, they want somebody to, to set boundaries for them, to have fun with them. Exactly right. Now, some things have changed. Technology is the biggest one. Yeah. That's woo. Now you've got more that. variables of, of just whatever impressions are coming in. Exactly right. That's exactly right. You nailed it on the head. They've yep. got so many different avenues and variables and things like that yeah. and how they get for information. They get it younger. They get it quicker. They mm-hmm. get it sooner. You know, so trying to help them identify what's good and what's bad, you know, how you conduct yourself, how you don't conduct yourself, you know. And I tell them all, you know, this social media thing. I said, look, you know, it's called social media for a reason. Yep. You put it out there, everybody can see it. That's the that's the you know. best thing about mm-hmm. Facebook and Instagram and TikTok's uh, business models is they don't create any of their own content. No. And, but they are the most viewed, quote, unquote, news source, media source on the planet. Yep. And you're like, dude, why... It's no wonder nobody knows what the heck's going on when they're reading. You got millions of opinions. You got, yeah, you got like Carol Baskin putting up Corona stats and you're like, well, this has got to be real. She's in a documentary or yeah. like what? I mean, yeah, who absolutely. knows who's coming up with yeah, some Yeah, trying of these to stats. filter all that down and, and all that stuff. So, you know, at Boys and Girls Club, I don't even allow cell phones. I don't blame you. So I don't, I don't, I don't have, staff don't have cell phone, kids, they own them enough, you know, uh, one of the hardest things they're dealing with now is soft skills. Just like me and you sitting down yeah. and having a conversation. Kids, you know, they do it. They actually teach classes in college on soft skills. That's now. not a good That's sign. not a good thing. Uh, so, you know, us, you know, at the, at the club being able to interact with one another, hmm? actually learn how to, you know, have a conversation. That's how you learn how to invest in people rather than, like, companies. You yes. know what I mean? Yeah, absolutely. So that's one of the things that we do. So, anyway, um, our after-school Getting back to it, it's it's been a challenge there, mainly on transportation. Yeah. So getting the kids there, the logistics part, we still cut down to 12 a day. So, you know, instead of having 100. Your, yeah, but your fuel cost is still the exact same. Yeah, 120 kids, you know, there we got 60 a day mm-hmm. in Dothan. And then it's cut in half in all of our locations, basically. Yeah. Uh, so, and, and as I said before, the need is still there. In fact, the day before we started registration, in the middle of July, so I had parents that spent the night in my parking lot. Oh, wow. I had some that got there 3, 4 o'clock in the morning. It's like Coachella tickets. Yeah. Oh, yes, yeah, like Black Friday. I had, yeah. I, had, I had two lines around my building to get spots for their child. Mm-hmm. Because, for one, I'm, I'm, it's, a, it's a good program. Yeah, and when the— Two, it's affordable. Mm-hmm. And then three, you know, there's not Super a whole limited. lot of—yes, there's no a whole lot of what to do. Now, there's daycares, but they, they cater to usually the younger. Yeah. You know, and I start, you have to finish or be in kindergarten, you know, up till eighth grade. So mm-hmm. I, I handle, you know, the older kids right there. So, you know, the need is just super there. I mean, it's just, it breaks my heart that I can't take everybody that needs me. Yeah. It really does. I mean, you know, I got parents coming in crying and calling every day. You got a spot. I mm-hmm. need a spot. I, I you know— parents that had to quit their job yeah because you know they they doing the you know some schools are doing virtual only mm-hmm. like you follow you know so yeah you, you don't have a choice ozarks all doing Ozark, virtual. yeah so you don't have a choice yeah. so you know what do you do you either you can't leave your child that's 12 years old at home by themselves no uh so you know that whole dichotomy and and how people handle things has just been you know, it's just been crazy. Yeah, I was I was a latchkey kid growing up, so I'd hop on the bus yep. from Beverly Middle School and cruise home and 
unlock the house and then get into trouble. Yep. Almost daily. Um, it was fun, but it was like that first glimpse of like freedom of like, you can do whatever you want. <laughs> and I'm like, Oh no. Yeah. Right. This, no, no. this is going to go. Freedom terribly. is a great thing, but it can be a, yeah, uh, this is gonna especially go for younger people. Terribly side. wrong. So like, because I was like, I don't know, a little, we'll call it hyperactive. Ram, ram, my, my, my grandma was yeah. so rambunctious. 100%. <laughs> yeah. Um, because I was a little, uh, high energy back then during the summers, I would come and do the summer program at boys and girls club. It was just a boys club yep. at the time. Yeah. Back then. Yeah. Um, with a two hand logo. Yep, we got that. That changed. It used to be different logos and all, all when I started there. So, uh, yeah, I worked for Mr. Camp for mm, 14 years. Yeah. Yeah, so I was actually hired by the executive director of time was Ed Pritchard. Okay. So he was, now he was a retired police officer, but, you know, then and then Mr. Camp came in. Mr. Camp was actually the one that started this club. Mm -hmm. So back in 1961 when it was chartered. So this, this has been here, next year will be 60 years. Good Lord. Yeah, so it started in a house on Crawford, and then it, they raised the money to do Put the building. They went and yeah. actually built for a boys' club, and uh, $150,000 was the cost of that building back then. <laughs> <laughs> and I, and I, I just put a new roof on, uh, what, eight years ago? That was $85,000. Yeah, dude. That's, yeah. Your building's almost totaled yeah. just because you got some leaks. Yeah. It's not good. For real. No. Uh, so it's been here a long time. You know, thousands and thousands of youth. They started in 1995 with girls. Yeah. So now it's boys and girls when it used to be just boys. Yeah, I was there when so. it was just dudes. And it was crazy, too, because looking back on it, I say it was crazy. It was also the times. We The way it was... Uh, the geographic location of that club yes is walking distance or i say walking distance it was walking distance for like a nine-year-old uh to both the roller skating rink that yep. we have in town oh yeah and doug too the Tooth. public pool yes. that we had back then yes um hey we used to walk i used to walk i don't know 70 80 kids yeah during the summer yeah. we'd walk to the swimming pool and we'd walk you just over have the... some quarters in your hand the whole time right. like i remember <laughs> we have towels wrapped around <laughs> yeah. we'd get there and they towels everywhere and we'd go swimming and I we'd walk like... back and then we'd walk over see bob at bob and lou yeah. we'd go skating there uh so yeah yeah that was back in the you good you can't old days. do that anymore can't now. do that no more there's nah. too many wild there's too many teens texting and driving yeah too many as you said uh things that could go wrong not enough of them went through the summer program at uh <laughs> at the old boys That's and girls right. club so but that was uh that was that was fun that was different and, and a, a lot of kids that come back again alumni remember that say you yeah. remember we used to walk to the, to the swimming pool yeah i said yeah i do remember that i so. remember i kind of grew up in the country in new york like when i was young young and so wandering half a mile by yourself wasn't a weird thing. Like we'd just want <clears throat> be wandering around on the farm pasture. Sure. And you could almost see us from any room of the house. So it wasn't really that dangerous, but I just remember thinking that like, Oh, there's just no limit to where I can go. Right. And when I came down here and we started walking back and forth, like my eyes were gigantic. I was like, <laughs> how <laughs> do there's cars everywhere? <laughs> this is crazy. We would, Crossing we South Oaks. South Oaks. I know. I know. Which is Highway 231 business for all of you that, I know. that don't know. I know. So we, we did it. So what have been uh what have been some of your uh you're talking about raising funds for the building? What were you, what have been some of your favorite fundraisers over the years? Oh, uh, you know, back when Mr. Camp was there, we used to do a Cadillac rifle. Oh man. Yeah. You get an old used Mary Kay. No, Penguin? brand new. I don't blame you. That's yeah, way better. Brand new Cadillacs and and those were fun. 
The only thing about those, it was a re reverse raffle, and it would take hours. Oh, you just draw Four, down. I would just draw yeah. down. I mean, every ticket, the last ticket out was a winner, and they'd have different things. You know, the, yeah. first, the hundredth one got the money back, or two hundredth one got, you know, some money or yeah. whatever. You know, and like there's always a, silent auction items. Those, and yeah, stuff. and so those were fun. Now, what we do, have been doing for the last seven years is um, kind of the same thing. You can't really say raffle. No. It's against the law. So it's a... It's, a, it's bingo now, it's, right? It's a, yeah, it's, so, it's ticket bingo. Yeah, we do uh, <laughs> golf carts, two-dot golf oh, carts. Right. We have an Auburn and Alabama-themed golf cart. Mm -hmm. uh, so the tickets were 150 We're not doing it this year because of all the things, but we're going we're gonna to try to do it back in March in the spring. Uh, so in that we had a silent auction and we had food and we had entertainment and it was a reverse raffle but we instead of drawing out all the tickets we had two different boxes because mm -hmm. we have you could either put your ticket in for Alabama or put it in for oh Auburn. yeah yeah so you know two different chances there and then we take 50 out of each box and reverse raffle from those 50 yeah so that way it would not take hours and yeah, hours it won't take and it three would, days it won't take three days and you know everybody could have a good time and and still be at home before you know. 10 30 at night yeah silent you know, auctions so. are such it's weird like when i was growing up you hear the phrase silent auction you're like oh tuxedos and like top hats and canes kind of like dumb and dumber but a little less a <laughs> little less loud a <laughs> little more sleek version um and it's rarely that yes it is like, yeah yeah so you know and you just you go out in in businesses and People, you, you try to get as much as you can donate it because yeah. you get 100% profit mm -hmm. from donating. Now, some things we've we've had some people that would go and say, okay, we'll give it to you for wholesale and mm -hmm. you set it for whatever above the wholesale, you get to keep the money for right there. But yeah, I mean, we've brought in three, $4,000 on silent auction. Do you um, do you host that event? Do you do all the, the mic work, microphone work? Or? Um, I don't do, uh, T. McClymans, mm -hmm. uh, he's a local, he's orthodox, he's on my board. He, mm -hmm. I usually try to get him to do it because He's such a great guy, and he's got such a wit about him, and, you know, he's, he's funny. And the great thing about T is he actually went to the club when he was a little boy. Oh, that's awesome. Yeah, so him and his brother was there. He's, his mom's single parent, so he grew up at the club. I've, I've known him since he was eight years old. That's crazy. Yeah, so, uh, you know, that's that's a he got a big tie-in sure. on that, and he understands what it means. And uh, so I try to get him to do it. So we've had some different ones through the years, but. I've been to I've I've been to some sleepy auctions, all right. Yeah, yeah, uh, they can get kind of uh, boring. <laughs> yeah, it's just Monday. You anybody out there raising money? Get somebody that's like compelling and like interactive to help. Yes, and that's help what to your is. mission. Yes. Yeah, yeah. Uh, so he does a great job. I've had Mary Beth Maddox that do it. That's oh man, she's before. the best. Just, hey, that's a dynamo there. Ain't yeah, <laughs> you ain't gonna, dude. She, I don't know if she sleeps at all. I don't she's think she's always does. high energy. She is always high energy and always super positive. Yes. So I've had different ones that do it. So and then uh, usually we have an entertainer. Alan Watson's has been yeah. doing it for a couple years. You know, a great guy mm -hmm. and uh, super voice. And didn't know we. I think probably he's three or four years. He's he's done it. He got yes. a wide range of music that he plays yeah. so you know just guitar and him which i love sure uh so but uh it's a fun time and it's we usually we usually gross about forty thousand. yeah oh, so, that's not bad at all yeah it really helps out uh again like that so, really is an employee like yeah, real talk oh big time yeah, yeah. at least one maybe yeah, two part times. yeah it's an employee and a half yeah you know almost uh so you know most of our revenue as i said before united ways apart so we we get no more than 25% from any mm. one location. Yeah. You know, about 20% we get from program fees. United Way is about 25%. Our fundraiser is about 
you know, we get uh, personal donations, mm-hmm. we get a few grants, we get a little bit of federal money. So it comes from different areas, which is good. Yeah. Because if one of those goes away. You still have an opportunity to, like, make up for it. Exactly. And I'm, dead, I'm not dead in the water. I yeah. want 70% coming from one location. Let's say that, you know, we I get 50% from United Way and all of a sudden something happens. Then you're running off by half they, your budget. They get tanked. And yeah. Or, or, you know, only get, you know, then all of a sudden I got to cut all kind of programming and yeah. hours and stuff. So it's good. It, it makes a lot of work because I got to keep up with where, where it comes from. And, you know, the budgeting makes it mm-hmm. a little bit harder, but it's a good thing. Yeah. yeah. I know I've worked with you on a handful of other fundraiser projects like the uh, House of Ruth Walk a Mile in Her Shoes. Yes. Um, the Karu Kalas, uh Croquet Okay. Um, yeah, it's coming up. Yeah, dude. Saturday. Does that benefit you guys? Uh, it has before. Yeah. Yeah, you know, they we choose different oh, ones, sure, yeah, you yeah. know, and, and most of them's youth mm-hmm. oriented right there, but yes, it has benefited me uh, a couple times. Yeah, so the Crew Colossus is a group here. I always talk to this microphone as though like you know it everything. doesn't yeah, like <laughs> it doesn't know anything and I'm like, so if you don't know what the Crew of Colossus is, that's our Mardi Gras group that's in town. That yes. It's a ton of I mean, everybody that uh we know in there has got a pretty good heart. They I mean, everybody that I've dealt with is super positive, super yes. paddling the boat in the same direction. Absolutely. Yeah, it's been a great experience for me uh, as far as being in the crew. I'm on the, on the Boogie Nights Boogie float. Nights. Uh, so I've had the opportunity, for one, to make some great friendships. For sure. You know, people that I would not meet. Yeah. And then being able to network also because I've got a lot of value out of being in the crew because, oh, sure. you know, I get help yeah. here and help there and you know jerry tyree and some other people that's on not only on the float but just in the crew mm-hmm. uh so it's helped not only me personally but also boys and girls club immensely yeah uh on a lot of different things so and then yeah all, everyone i've met like you said has been wanting to help in any way mm-hmm. uh you know we're community based we want to help the community Absolutely. we're doing what four three or four fundraisers mm-hmm. a year yep. you know the golf that they have every year it has benefited me for the last three dude that's years. one of my favorite days oh, it's, it's like a great. monday yeah just cruise so around it, one afternoon uh, just great last uh, year time. last year bob woodall and i just rode around the golf course i don't play golf that much don't yeah. let the clubs behind you fool you those are just <laughs> dusty props um bob and i just rode around the club and he just scooped up uh, pecans from and he was showed me like go over this tree it's got better ones than this this is this here's a female pecan and i was like i don't even know where you would lift the tail up to tell that Bob. what are you talking about you this is crazy <laughs> but it's so much fun to be like it's just it's pe- all people you know it's all super comfortable and yes. it's a great afternoon to just it's mess great around great afternoon of fun if you don't play golf you can still participate yeah. in some some way and anybody can uh, really show up yeah anybody show up and then there's a lot of people i know that just like you said just ride around and hang out socialize yeah. you know give somebody a hard time when they hit a bad shot oh you sure know? so whistle right of, right in the fr- yeah, like front yeah, swing really. just, just yeah. blow them up yeah it's not like on tv gosh he's gonna answer no. Woo, it, Bob. yeah it's like a nascar race yeah. out there so there's yeah there's a lot of things going on with the crew that's um, very positive and helps the community in, in many ways and a lot of people just think it's just a parade yeah they don't understand you know the other different things that we try to do to, well you know. I, we were talking about favorite days one of my favorite days um, is the kid parade oh my god dude the dog and child parade dog and pony show 
Dude, it's so much fun. It is so much fun. You know, see those little kids riding in the wagon. Yeah. And, and the dogs dressed up. And, so that's our parade. Yeah. Our parade this year is the 6th or is that the 13th? It's the 6th. Yeah. And so it right should be. Right before my birthdays. Uh-oh. Birthdays on the 7th. Get it now. It's an early birthday present. Yeah, it's me. a hangover. <laughs> it's going to be. I'll buy you some Tums and some Pepto-Bismol <laughs> and a cold compress. Um, I, uh. I love that kids parade. That usually happens like a week or two before our the big it's parade. It's about two weeks usually. Yeah. And, uh, so and yeah, it's amazing the creativity and the work these parents get in, put in on some of these kids. Yeah. And and also for the dogs. But yeah, it is a fun time. You know, you got food trucks out there. You got different activities. And there's out there. You got you know, dogs. The dogs. The, uh, yeah, you got people from uh, all over the place. Last year there was like a dog agility course set up. Yes. Dogs. There's like many dog trainers, face paintings going on. Um, Solomon Park lights right up for that parade. Yes, like, it does. It's so much fun. It's the only time I see that many people there. You know what? You're. I think you're right. I think you're right. But there's a lot of activities, and, most, and all of them are kid-based. Yeah. So family-oriented. So, mm-hmm. I mean, you know, it's a great time. You ain't got to have a kid or dog no. to enjoy it. So, yeah. <laughs> so, uh, you know, I remember, what you, was it last year? They, the couple great things. you see those great things? Oh, Danes? dude, yeah. That one was, and it was like 290. And he said his brother was like three fifty. Yeah, those are full said, grown dogs. Yeah, that's full. That's a horse. That's yeah, a, y'all that's got a some livestock in this thing. Yeah, I mean you gotta just about you know take out a loan to feed those things. Yeah, if you're getting your dog at the auction, something's wrong. <laughs> like, you down there at the cattle auction, I'll take that one. Like what? That is a canine. You can't have that in here. No, but hey, yeah, it's that that parade's a lot of fun, and it, and it gets a lot of support. Uh, for yeah. the community and stuff, and it gets bigger every year too. And that so. benefits the uh, all sorts of stuff. I know it benefits the um, <sighs> yeah the humane society. the humane society. Yes, I think that's the uh, big one mm-hmm. that it does. And then they sell you know different bee packages. I yeah. think OBD, which mm-hmm. is the order of the black dress, which is the the, the sister the sister version of the crew of clots. Yeah. So uh, and there again, it's another organization does a lot for the community, does a lot of fundraising and. And getting out and helping in whatever way that they can. So, a great group of ladies. That's it. Um, I think, let me see what time it is. Oh, we got time for a couple more questions. Um, top five dinner spots in Dothan. Top five dinner spots in Dothan. Or Dothan Enterprise. Dothan surrounding area. Yeah, the greater metropolitan wiregrass. Greater metropolitan wiregrass area. Uh, and you're a, I mean, you, you are no slouch behind a... Uh, smoker either. Well, I, I like to think of myself as a <laughs> as a good cook, and I I, I do love it. I, I I love to cook, whether mm-hmm. it's smoking or, or yeah. cooking or whatever. So, but uh, yeah, we've done some competitions, barbecue competitions mm-hmm. before, and uh, I've got a few trophies. I know some of that. Yeah, I've I never got gotten some. a trophy. I got an honorable mention for some dry chicken. Did you? <laughs> glad you showed up. Yeah. Yeah. So I've got some trophies for for ribs uh, and chicken and. The only one I haven't got to throw for is brisket, which is a hard. That's a 18, 20 hour investment. Uh, yeah, that's a hard, that's a hard yeah. meat to, to cook. So uh, other than that, you know, we, we've enjoyed doing that. But top five places, wow, the log cabin in Columbia. Yeah. Yeah, that's got to be up there. So, you know, the seafood there and the steaks are just phenomenal. Um, as far as my lunch, Hot Deli. Oh, yeah. Shout out Hot Deli sponsoring the podcast. You know, and, and not just because of that. No, Jason, you know, the, no, the, the, food, the food is fresh. Great. And it's really a yeah. great, 
Great nothing, so. nothing in that entire room is fried. Nothing is fried. You yeah. Know, so you know, whenever I want to feel good about myself, you know, I go yeah. there. <laughs> I'll go in there, dude. I get like a half Caesar salad with a, like with a wrap or something. And oh it's, yeah. It's almost like drinking. I don't know, like a protein shake or like, yeah. it just gives you that boost. And it really does. It makes you feel good about yourself, about what you're eating. You know, my wife's favorite is chicken salad. You oh, know, dude, my wife was vegetarian for six years while we were together. Yeah. I mean, we're still together, but um, <laughs> it sounds like something <laughs> went wrong. Say, whoa, put breaks on there. Like, hold up. Miss April's not Miss April anymore. <laughs> um, no, but my wife came out of vegetarianism. Because of that chicken salad. That's big. Yeah. That's a strong statement there. I know. For you change your whole lifestyle. And I didn't want to tell Jason either because I knew he'd never get over it. <laughs> we got, yeah, they got the buffalo one there too. Dude, now. that's so good. I've tried to get them. I'm, I mess with them a lot. Like I do a lot of their social media stuff and I'm over there all the time. Yeah. And what I love doing is just looking at their inventory and be like, oh, we could do this or we should dry this. Right. Or like, and so... Right now, I've been I've been campaigning for the jalapeno ranch blend of chicken salad. That sounds right. Awesome. I think it'd be. I, I think you ought to give it a shot and let me and you be the taste testers. Let's get it, man. <laughs> I don't know what you're doing for lunch today, but we can make that happen. It ain't far from here. I'm gonna say I got Hot's Deli gift cards laying around the office. We can do this. So uh, let's see. Let me go uh, top top Mexican. Yeah. Let me go with the Mexican. Uh, well, if you're from Dothan, it's La Perilla. Oh, Actually, yeah. it's La Perilla. Yeah. <laughs> the grill. So, yeah, that's good. Um, if I'm looking for, um, well, Hunts. Oh, dude. Yeah, Hunts has got to be up there. You know, Tim Reeves and them just do, yeah, and it's such a wide variety. It's been there forever. Want. Been there forever. It's, steaks are good. Steaks are good. Chili you know, dogs are good. Chili phenomenal. Dogs good. I, man, man. Tyree went the other day. And yeah, to set up the bar. Yeah, set up the bar and had, to, had a dozen oysters, and they were primo. I mean, so, you know, back in the day when my dad got it, we never ate them during this time of year, but, hey. I, I thought I it was admit, all the R's. Awesome. Yeah, well, it used to be. used to be, but they were excellent. I mean, excellent. So, um, I think you got one left. I think I got one left. That's going. It could be a dessert place. It could be a breakfast place. It could be uh, whatever. Yeah, breakfast. Well, if I'm gonna go breakfast, I'm a Waffle House fan. Dude, Waffle House is so solid. I, I just, yeah, you know, it's hard to get away, you know, from going there, and you, the, the coffee's great. Mm -hmm. You know, I, I, I get me my ham and cheese omelet. Everything's with consistent. With a smothered, slattered, like stepped on with Reebok shoes, yeah. kicked in the corner, right? You know, <laughs> throwed up That's in the it. air. You know, hash browns, yeah. and you know, put everything on there. And it's a kitchen sink. Yeah. You know. So. I mess with my hash browns are always smothered and that's it. That's it? That's yeah. all you got? I'll throw some onions in there. And I could throw everything but a little bit. Of load the, the, of the chili sauce. is just not, you know, but anything else I'm good with. Get that you know. burnt topper. Yeah, I'm not, yeah, I, yeah, I'm not good with that. So, no. But everything else is good. Man, that's a good. So, I mean, that's a, I mean, it's a fair list. with Just right spread. off the top of my yeah. head without really thinking. So there's some other ones that get some honorable mentions for me. Oh, uh, for sure. You know, Delvin McLean's. Mm-hmm. And, and McLean's, I'm sorry. McLean's. I've McLean's. never been there, but I've heard a lot of great <laughs> things. Yeah, good stuff there. Um, so, but it's fun to support, you know, all the, especially the local ones. Yeah. yeah. Well, a lot of people get so hyper focused on supporting local that they forget that the local, local economy relies working. on everybody's money. <laughs> yes, like, they, they, yeah. I want to support local. I want to support local because local people work at the big re the other yeah, restaurants too. And, that's and the they thing. make, 
you know, that's how they make their living. Yeah. So, and usually those yeah. people are going to go blow their money at a local place. Yeah. Like you got to support those people to support local businesses. Absolutely. Absolutely. Um, I'm trying to think. So things, you know, things around town are, are getting, hopefully, you know, I hate the national peanut festival is going to be. Yeah. Kaput. So, you know, I'm hoping, you know, we can get the parade, uh, Mardi Gras parade. Everything's going to go okay with that. I so. may be the only dude in this camp. Um, but I think that without the peanut festival, I think, uh, like all of our local economy sales and everything for Christmas and black Friday, will be way bigger. You're, you're actually not the only person. I, in fact, I was talking, I don't remember who I was talking to. Cause while, I think it was while the national peanut festival is a phenomenal event, it is a phenomenal day and it's a great draw for Dothan. Now yeah. you got your pros and cons on anything. Sure. That you, I mean, there's got it, there is. Yeah. You know, but a lot of money is, is is spent out there, which is a good thing. And but then again, you know, like you said, I, it was actually it was David ba- David Bailey Chick Fil A. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. And he was like, "Oh, National Peanut Festival. We kind of got the new Chick Fil A there on the South Side. We're gonna be rocking sure. and rolling. Yeah. You know, because it's on the way. Yep. And nah, no, nope. not, not so much. Well. <laughs> he was like. Ah, now I understand because you know they, they and, and it helps though. I know you got you, you know, your band boosters and yeah. all that stuff. And I, I'm not saying anything bad about anything. No. It's just the truth. Hmm? You know, it's just the way it is. Uh, so you know, it, it could be, you know, a bad thing, but then a good. I, I agree with you. I yeah. really do. I think some of the band boosters right now. I'm not going to get in the school system. That's, we don't. Yeah, have let's don't. We ain't got near enough time for that. We got Megan Hart coming in or Megan Dorsey coming in soon. So. I'll let her handle all that. Yeah, you better feel a little time for that one there. Just so that's yeah, man. She's I love that girl. She's so rad. Um, yeah, she is. Uh, yeah, yeah. She uh, is a, a great girl. You know, she was in the nonprofit world for a while. Oh yeah, she yeah. was. Was it Education Foundation yeah, for a long time and um, yeah. Southeast so. Alabama Health Foundation. Yep. Um, let's see. Oh yeah. In closing, let's talk about that mustache. Yes. I tell you what, it's not much of one. I, well, I, you're I got, only I got, a week I got or two like in, right? The, the Joe Dirt kind of a. You're getting now, nah, man. That thing's not nearly as, like, I don't know, I, speckled as Joe Dirt's. Ah, yeah, I know, but it ain't much more than that. So I, the facial hair just don't come in well with me. But you know, it was a challenge. Uh, there's a few men here in, in Dothan, uh, Kevin Horn, and then Sean Cunningham, Rick Rockard. Uh, there's some other ones about seven and you can look on on facebook mm-hmm. and find them so and they come up with the idea to do a stash for cash yeah for boys and girls clubs since we're not able to have our regular fundraiser they felt you know compelled and wanted to give back to and thankfully they are right because we really need a little extra boost no this this time of year but anyway and they're trying to each raise a minimum of 500 a piece mm-hmm. so and then they're doing the mustache thing now some of them already had rocking mustaches or either the goatee you know I don't know. So Kevin Horn, you know, his was like perfect, you know, but he, he shaved part of Sean Cunningham actually shaved his beard and just went with a mustache. He was about to have a how meltdown. Long, how long has Sean had just the, be- 20, the mustache? Like 20 years. I mean, no, I know that. Oh, like, just like just a, the mustache. Just only this week. Okay. His, yeah, or this month, like starting last week. Yeah. So, yeah, we was we was having lunch and uh, talking about, you know, everything. And then they, they told him he was going to shave beard off and like that. And he was... He, he was about to hyperventilate. He was like, "No, no, dude, no. They, they this, this, this is the, no, no." So they, they kind of shamed him in it, and he stepped up. He did it. Yeah, you know, and and unlike the top of my head, his is going to grow. grow I was going to say that's what's the worst that could happen. Like you know, it's going to grow back. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But uh, yeah, he can rock one, and you know, and then next year we're going to try to make it bigger. Mm-hmm. Better. I say, I'm going to get you involved. Let's you know, get it, man. It, you know, it's, dude, it's, I look like a straight up swashbuckler without the rest of this beard. Do like, you really? If I just leave. Yeah, dude, it's. 
It curls so I, on the side, like naturally. Yeah, it's, we're gonna we're gonna try to have some categories next year. You know, handlebars. You know, some Fu Manchu yeah. going on. Some you know, uh, different things. So uh, you know, it's gonna make it bigger and better next year. But you know, the, the guys kind of come up with this, and I, I appreciate them very much on stepping up. And you know, uh, I didn't approach them; they approached yeah. me. So you know, that's the kind of people we got here. That's it really it. is. Yeah, you know, Dothan's famous for. Uh, murals were famous for peanuts for sure. We were famous for prophylactics for years. Yeah, it was. Yeah, but the people is really like the people are the the asset here. The people a hundred percent make this area. Yep, yep, absolutely. I know a lot of people have said it in in a lot of different communities, and and they're probably right there. Sure. But uh, you know, I've lived here all my life. Only I lived about five years in Pensacola. Mm-hmm. You know, other than that, I've been here. So this is home, and. Uh, just so thankful to be able to be here yeah. Yeah. and thankful for everyone that's supported boys and girls club through the years and continue to do so. Um, I promise you, we're going, we're going to hold our organization to very high standards. Oh yeah. We have minimum standards and we're going to do the right thing. So, um, you know, appreciate all the support. Yeah. Y'all been rolling over there 50 something years or yeah. just about. Yeah. So, yeah. yeah. We're going to have a big celebration next year, 60, 60th year. So oh, 60th. Good Lord. Yeah. yeah. That's my math is garbage. I know. So, you know, it's it's been a long time and done a lot of good. That's crazy, but that means you've been there half the time. I've been there about half the time. Yeah, close. I mean, I, I joined there 1969. Yeah, I was six years old. I remember it because it was my birthday, and mm-hmm. I had two older brothers that went there. So, and I seen them having fun. February seventh, 1969. I was a member of the Boys and Girls Club. Yeah, you know, still got my original Boys Do you and Girls really? Club card. Yeah, that's awesome. Uh, so I couldn't wait to get there. So I was I was there. I was. You know, I played the, the sports. I was a youth of the month. Mm-hmm. I was a youth of the year. I was uh, I got a scholarship from Boys and Girls of America to go to, to Troy uh, there. So, uh, you know, uh, uh, Sir Lipton, Sir Thomas J. Lipton Award winner. I was just, you know, it was a huge, huge, still a huge part of my life. And uh, I, I grew up about six blocks from there on uh, Southeast Street. Then now it's South Ushery. Oh yeah, right there at Usher apartment. So I, you talking about the bicycle? Yeah, and riding it was right there. Hey, back then I rode my bicycle to the club every day. Back when you could do that. So, uh, you know, and I tell people, I said, you know, I remember playing football and basketball and all that, but I couldn't, I can't remember a specific play. But I remember every coach I had, mm-hmm. every staff that were there, from Dale Bynum to you know the Steve McWorks to you know all you know. Mr. Hall, all those people yeah. that had an influence on me. And so, you know, that's pretty much the essence of what we try to do. You know, we get there, we're going to have a good time, but we want to make an, a positive impact while you're there. We need to get like a – we need to start com- compiling a list of all the people that we know in the adult life that spent time at the Boys and Girls Club. That's great. Actually, you can go online and get an alumni list. Mm-hmm. But – yeah, for for next year for sure. But I, I've thought about this for years, and be honest with you, I should have already done it. And I apologize for those of you. I can edit this out. I mean. <laughs> <laughs> but no, I mean, I, uh, to do a big alumni mm. event. Yeah, you know, let everybody that wanted to that come there that 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 place meant something mm-hmm. to them. It's come and hang out and take a tour, maybe have some food, and and then have a big alumni uh, club, and then that way every year. That alumni club does something yeah. for the club, like a leadership class. Leadership class, yeah, exactly. Do they do a fundraiser? They do something to help with the capital improvement. So mm-hmm. they do something, you know, to give back to place if, if it meant something to you. So yeah, yeah we, we, we can, need to get together and 
Yeah, that would be a. I'm bad that'd about be, ideas, man. I'm bad about. Uh, you know why? That's a good idea, and 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 for us being the 60th anniversary next year, it'd be a perfect time. To perfect do it. year. Yeah, perfect year to do it. Shout out to all the alumni. Shout out to all the alumni, and I see them everywhere. Yeah. I mean, you know, Philip, you remember? You know, so funny. You just so got to start calling them out. You remember? Let them know. Be like, hey, come on now. Just go ahead We're not messing around. Name. 2021. Just go ahead and make me, me a list. <laughs> yeah, everybody just passed. And you're like, I'm getting you know, I've got some old scrapbooks, and you'd love to see them, but from the 60s mm-hmm. and 70s where they got actually pictures. Oh, yeah. So, actually, I can really get some of the older ones. I mean, because with, with, you know, they had little, little school pictures. pictures. Yeah. 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 That's a ticket. So, man, those were so, I mean, I say there were better times, simpler times, but I mean, you remove technology advances that we've had, you remove some of the political and social unrest that we've been going through in the last i mean it's been going on forever but especially the last it's really escalated last year last, yeah um and i mean we can get back to those times we just got to settle the hell down and quit getting our news from facebook that's exactly right, right. that's <laughs> right hey you know what you know talk to the person in front of you that's it you know in your community you know so uh you're right we can all get along you know we all got you know the ability to do that without listening to all the you know, the sensationalism yeah. and, you know, the over-the-top thing, you know, uh, stuff. So, you're right. We can get back to those times if we just realize who we are. Yeah. You know, and, and be the good. Invest see, in your, see the good. Invest in the community. And, invest in your and community. The people. Absolutely. Whatever it is, whether it's your church, whether it's Boys and Girls Club, or whether it's, you know, whatever. Get back a little mm-hmm. bit. You know, they've been doing the big, the big cleanup, the citywide cleanup. Oh, yeah. Which is a fantastic idea. Mm-hmm. Uh, that kind of thing really you know, helps a community come together. And it makes yeah. you proud of what you have. Absolutely. At the end of the day, because you're yeah. invested in it and you want to make sure that it doesn't go south. Yes, that's right. I always have said, if you want to change the world, just have kids and don't let them be terrible. That's right. You know what I mean? <laughs> just it. raise them right. Absolutely. And that's going to change absolutely. the world. I, that's what I tell. I got, it's I generational. Got two, I, got a, I got a daughter and a son. I said, look, you know, you know, both of them I said, look, I just want you to be a good person. Sure. That's, that's it. You yeah. know, you can have whatever career you want. You can do whatever. Just be a good person mm-hmm. and be good to other people. Yep. That's all I ask. Yeah. I mean, you know, everything else is going to be good. Yeah. We just do that. Just got to paddle the boat in the same direction. That's right. Yeah. Quit going around and around. Yep. Yeah. Well, dude, it was great hanging out. You know what? It was a fun. I enjoyed it very much. I appreciate the invite. Dude, Maybe anytime. Again, yeah, so. man. We can do it uh, closer to the fundraiser and get folks involved in that. Yeah. We can do... Uh, yeah. We can do a call to arms for all the uh, all the alumni well, that, yeah. that we're missing. Yeah, we'll have to figure. I, I'm gonna have to start put my thinking cap on. Figure out the best way to get those to. Yeah, because they're involved. not. There's not a lot of PDFs of those old records. <laughs> I wouldn't imagine. You got to get the microfish out. That's <laughs> right. Yeah, microfilm, microfish, yeah. all those things out. Yeah. So, but uh, yeah, I think it's a great idea. We're gonna do that. We're gonna, we're gonna make it happen. Yeah, I think that's. It, I mean, realistically, it may be a whole another demographic of funds that come in oh yeah it can be you know and then and, and, and you never know where those kids those i mean yeah kids from back in the day where they ended up like what assets you just they may know. attach to like what their network is you just never know yeah, so dude. i mean you know i've had one just right quick like here oh, it's been about a couple months ago uh, a guy that used to be a member here and whatever said look man i said i, I just placed meant so much to me and my brother's brother's passed away now 
He said, I want to do something for y'all. He said, okay, I'm going I'm to send you a check, 10000 Oh, my God. He said, uh, you do, he said, I trust you. I know you, you know, you do whatever you feel mm-hmm. you need to do with it. Yeah. But I feel led that this, that place meant so much, was such a big part of my life. Yeah. And kept me on straight now. That's what I'm going to do. And that's the thing. So you hopefully that you can put that in, still somebody where it means that much or that yeah. place was such a big part of their life that, you know, they can, they can give something like that. And I ain't expecting everybody to do that. Don't get me wrong. This is one example. But no, call them for, out. For me. Feet to the flames. For, <laughs> everybody, 10 <laughs> Gs but, today. But, but for me, and they, people ask me, so what, what means the most to you? And that's what it was when, when, when kids come back and they're grown. Yeah, and they Sometimes made that you don't impact. know when they're there that you're making an impact or not. Not at all. Because, you, you know, you're either shy or you didn't whatever. Mm-hmm. You know, but when they come back and they say, man, Philip, this place meant so much to me. It may not have been me. It may have been another staff, whatever. I'm not putting it all on me. I ain't going to, you know, well, sure. self-loss myself, all that. But it's just the whole organization as a whole said it meant so much to me. It helped me. You, you, know, the, you know, provided me stability. On and on and on. That's what. Yeah, makes me happy right there because sometimes I don't even know that's happening or other staff don't even know that's happening. Just being a, a friend to somebody, a kid, or listening to them or respect them or help them through a bad time, you just never know what that's going to be and what's going to do. And the fact that it turns them from, from one direction of bad to, to sure. good or keeps them, you know, and, and can't save all of them, but, uh, you know, we're going to try our best. Well, one last – I say we're going to have like 11 one last things. The, my favorite way my favorite thing about the way your I say business model works, but it's not necessarily that, but we'll call it that. Um, is that instead of, and this is going to sound crazy instead of like the older, older generation, like forties and up, which isn't older, older by any means, but when you're six, it is, it, it is. Yeah. Yeah. It's all relative. Is what, what, yeah. What you and so I have kids tell me they think that I'm 90. Sure. Oh, yeah. And they don't, they, yeah. they don't know anything. Um, <laughs> But you guys don't, it's not really, it's not 100% led by full-blown, full-grown adults. Like, you have youth and, like, teenager and high school kids, like, early 20s. Oh, yes, yes. I've got high school. I've got college. I've got retired people. Which, when you're six years old, those are the coolest people on the planet. They, uh, yes, yes. So, I mean, got all kinds of, yeah, when you got a... You know, cool lady or or man or whatever. Mm-hmm. You know that they can look up to that cares herself the yeah. way they're supposed to care themselves. You know, and they can look up to that role model and that mentor right there. And they're cool. They're maybe an athlete or maybe a, a good artist mm-hmm. or they may be funny or whatever. You know, I remember one kid that wanted to wear the same socks I had when I was in like 15. You know, you know back then, you know it was the all high. the way up with some stripes. Oh yeah, it was the 70s, baby, with the stripes on yeah. there. And this guy said, man, Will you got Chamberlain the coolest socks. socks right there. So I went out and bought him a pair of socks. You thought I bought him a, you know. A new car. Well, yeah, a new yeah. car, whatever. But he just, you know. So so you just never know what's going to touch a kid. Yeah, my thing, yeah. Uh, the way I looked at it was if I was super young and looked up to a 15-year-old, then I would use that almost as a litmus test of when I got to 15, like, did I do That's right. How, how close to what I thought I wanted to be, did I land and then do the same for 20, do the same for 25. Now I'll be 38 this year. And I've, I've run out of peers. (laughs) I've run out of peers to look up. I say that there's always somebody like there. You always have role models no matter what. Oh yeah, you do. You, you always have somebody that's have some influence yeah. uh, in your life. And then hopefully it's going to be a positive influence. For sure. You're, all, you're always going to have somebody that said, 
man, that guy, you know. So I've, I've had a couple. About Mr. Camp was one. Oh, Charlie was You know, second. he was, you know, a, a big influence on my life. He was somebody I could sit down and talk to he about He was a big influence anything. on me. And he's, what he's still, he, he's still here. He's still kicking. Yeah. So, you know, shout out to Mr. Charlie Camp there yeah, on dude. Deer Path Road. I need to call him. So, uh, don't tell him he came here. He'll come, he'll show right <laughs> up with that ping pong paddle. Yeah, we don't want that. But, you know, and there's, there's other, I had, I had a couple of boss. I had, you know, uh, one of the kid, one of the, my most influential was actually at the Boys and Girls Club, a guy named Danny Hall. Oh, yeah. Yeah. So he was a youth there who was there. He, he was just one of those guys that I looked up to. You know, he was fun. Mm-hmm. You know, he, he always had a great attitude. He always had time for me. Yeah. You know, so that was huge for me because I was, believe it or not, I was shy when I was young. Well, you definitely don't seem like it. I, I was. I was I was very shy. I wore, you know, back in the day, you had you, you could get glasses that were either black-rimmed or black-rimmed. Yeah. So I was third grade and found out I had to have glasses. You know, they, they, they used to do eye tests at school. Mm-hmm. So I got this piece of paper. And the bad thing about it is if you got this piece of paper, kids would make fun of you when you come out of the eye test because they say, oh, four eyes, yeah. yeah. So I hid mine in my shoe. So I got home and... My mom found it, had to go get glasses, and they got the big, look kind of look like these, black rim glasses right there, and I was depressed, and, you know, and then went to the Boys and Girls Club, and Danny Hall, he wore glasses, the mm-hmm. same kind. Like yeah. He said, look, man, just tell them, which is stupid now, but to me it made sense that third grade, just tell them four hours is better than two. There you go. Yeah. It's that, easy maybe, enough. I know. And it and, and don't make sense. Well, you know what? To me, at that age, for, for that man to tell me that, he said, I wear glasses too. Ain't no big, you know. It, yeah. You know, so, and which was you know something I'll, I'll never forget i wonder how bad my vision is just because i didn't have a protective layer over my eyes you know what i mean like because i didn't wear glasses <laughs> as a kid i don't know how much stuff got in there that's still rattling around and maybe like i don't know if i have astigmatism or it's just sawdust you know? <laughs> just dust sawdust no telling. sand yeah no telling. i grew up like no a wild animal man I've seen all sorts of stuff <laughs> Well, dude, I appreciate you coming in and hanging Absolutely. out. Absolutely. Again, appreciate you having me. Uh, it's always a good time with you. Yeah. What's uh, uh, What's all the social media and all the all the contact ways that people can get in contact okay. if they want to send you $10,000? Sure. $10, we're on Facebook. Yeah. Uh, and we also have our website as bgcwiregrass.org. Okay. Okay. And then the same as uh, Facebook. So you can get on there. You can find out all of our programs that we do. Mm-hmm. Uh, we post all things on Facebook, different programs that we do, different activities that we're doing. Uh, there's also a place if you would care to donate. Mm-hmm. I'll throw that in there. You can give online. Uh, but you can also send a check to, you know, 457 South Dallas Street. Mm-hmm. Uh, and care of, and it's easier just to do BGCW. Yeah. Uh, instead of Boys and Girls Club of the Wiregrass. You, you run, run out, out of room on yeah. the check on there. Uh, so, but, and then there's multiple ways also, you know, I don't have as many volunteers now as I do just because I'm limited the number of people that's coming in the building. Allowed to be there, the, yeah. Yeah. So, but you know, when this is all over with, if you feel that you want to volunteer, uh, I, I love my volunteers. They're fantastic. Mm-hmm. I have a lot of them that come in and help with homework, uh, that do basketball programs that do whatever kind of stuff, even helping with the, with the building and the grounds, cleaning yeah. it up. You know, we have a lot of different uh, clubs and stuff do that. But if you, you're willing to do that, that's fine. Uh, so, and then, but it's it's a, it's a community effort. Uh, as they say, I know it's cliche, but, it, you know, it takes a village. takes a village. Yeah, it, it really does to do anything. And I, I couldn't do it without the good people of, of the Wiregrass and, uh, you know, people like you that support us. Appreciate yeah, dude. You. No worries. Anything y'all need, just hit me up. Good deal. Unless it's a boatload of money because I don't have it. Well, but. Uh, 
Anything else? If if you need a if you need the big megaphone to like ask people for money, there give me a shout. <laughs> I got you, dog. Uh, that's what it takes. So, like I say, everybody don't have pockets full of money, but any, uh, you can help it somewhere. Yeah, another. everybody's you know, got a heartbeat. There's, there's different avenues to, to do it. So, yeah, yeah. Well, awesome, dude. Thanks for coming in this morning, and uh, I look forward to seeing everything else that you guys have going on for the year. Good deal. Appreciate it. Have yes, a great sir. day. You too. If you'd like to be a guest on the Wiregrass Local podcast, give us a shout at wiregrasslocal at gmail.com. Follow us on Instagram or Facebook at Wiregrass Local, or hit us up on Friendster, MySpace, or LiveJournal. That's all fake, but you know what I mean. Thank <laughs> you.